At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is Live Bet Saturday here on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Kelly Bidlin alongside as well. Got a good show on tap for you today. Got a lot going on in the world of college basketball. Semifinals, of course, are being played across many of these conferences. We, have a, we also have a couple of tickets to get punched right now. We're actually in the midst of the MEAC Championship. Howard and Norfolk State going at it. Howard trails right now, 55 to 54, 448 left to go. There is an AQ, automatic qualifier, uh, on the line there. We have a golf tournament. And coming up in one hour, we get an early tip on the West Coast in the NBA. Los yeah, Angeles Clippers do. are going to play host to the New York Knickerbockers. I will be uh, distracted by that. Game. Well, I was going to say, there are two teams that we have heavily talked about yes. on Hardwood Handicappers over the past few episodes. Hardwood Handicappers, download now anywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, so, yeah, I'm interested in that game as well. I don't have a bet on it. Uh, we will talk about our bets coming up here in a bit. But it is, it is a fascinating game uh, in the NBA, but plenty going on right now in college basketball. Just get everybody caught up on the scores that we have in action currently. Uh, Purdue up on Ohio State. This is 65 to 57. Three and a half minutes left to go in this game. Alabama, nine point lead over Missouri, 62 to 53. 340 remain in the second half of this one. Uh, Bama, nine and a half point live favorite, 134 and a half if you're looking to get in live. VCU, 90 to 78. Over St. Louis, that game is over. Just end of regulation. VCU advancing there. Norfolk State, 55. Howard, 54. 430 remain in that game. Norfolk State, 
Two and a half point live favorite, 131 and a half JVT. We got a couple tips coming up here shortly. Cincinnati. I'm going to cut in real quick. Yeah. It is officially final. VCU uh, wins, and they will move on to the A-10 finals. So, not like we had a thought there, but uh, it is officially official. 90 to 78, your final score. There you go. Cincinnati and Houston. This one tipping off. Uh, in just a few minutes, I believe, 12.05 is what I'm seeing slated for this. Uh, 12.05 Pacific time, 3.05 Eastern. Houston, 9.5 point uh, favorites for this game, 136 your pregame total. And then just about a half hour from now, three big games, Penn State, Indiana. Indiana, four-point favorite, 140 and a half. Uh, the total in that one, Texas A&M, lay-in six to Vanderbilt, 139 the total in that one. And then Fordham and Dayton. I know that's a game you've been looking forward to all day, JVT. The Flyers laying six and a half, 128 and a half, the total. Uh, I don't know why you're being sarcastic there. Dayton in a, a very interesting spot, should win this game. Uh, but I cannot wait to see what they have after beating up on St. Joseph a little bit, a little closer than I thought the first time around. So Okay, there we go. We uh, really quickly, because we rolled through those, I wanted to focus on the Big Ten um, because we have Penn State and Indiana coming up here at the end of this contest between Purdue and Ohio State. And the result of this Purdue-Ohio State game is pretty big only because uh, Ohio State, had they pulled the upset here, could have been a bid stealer, but that's not going to be the case. They uh, looks like with two and a half minutes left, they're going to get snuffed out during this run. A good run for Ohio State, but they will not make it in as an at-large. They needed to win this tournament. So this is pretty big for any of these teams like Rutgers, any others that are sitting on the edge, um, maybe waiting to get in, Kelly. Right. But we have this Penn State-Indiana game. I did bet this thing over 139.5. Uh, the consensus number's gotten up to 140.5 or whatever. But I, this is going to be a fascinating game. One, because the contest itself is going to be freaking awesome. And two, these are two teams that really – play a style uh, that puts you on runs, right? Mm -hmm. Penn State has an elite scoring guard that can take over any single game. Indiana's a transition team that gets up and down the floor. I'm really excited for this game because I think this should be a high-scoring game, so I bet it over. And uh, it could be just pretty exciting between two teams that I think have a really high ceiling on offense. Yeah, to your point, uh, a couple of notes I wrote down for this one. Uh, Indiana, four uh, overs in four of their last five. Penn State, four overs in 14 of their last 20 games. So, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a some trends to back that up there. Sorry, I got lost in the uh, I got lost in thought as I was watching some of these games. Howard and Norfolk State. I'm going to get distracted. I think throughout this entire and that's day. That's what happens. It's are, live bet Saturday. Yeah, we're we tracking are, uh, games. We're tracking the action for. We're going to give you the scores, live odds as we're going through all these college basketball games. We got the Players Championship going on. A lot going on on a busy Saturday. One of the busiest weekends in sport all year. So we have that um, in terms of the bet that I have. Penn State, Indiana, over 139 and a half. If we're sticking with college basketballs, we'll have plenty of this coming up a little bit later. Uh, but very much worth pointing out, UCLA taking on Arizona. Uh, UCLA's injuries are really piling up now here at this point. Adem Bona suffers a shoulder injury. We don't know if he's going to play in this game here against Arizona. Jalen Clark, of course, already out. Yep. UCLA right now, it looks like minus one here at the South Point and other spots. Uh, I took Arizona at pick, so not a massive difference there. But it is going to be interesting because, by all accounts, this UCLA team that uh, doesn't have a lot of depth. Mm -hmm. when it comes to their rotation. Now you're down two guys. It's pretty big for this team. Yeah, I'm with you. This was a uh, – we did a little pick em, uh yesterday on a numbers yeah. game, and I went with Arizona uh, in this conference partially because of the first injury. But you're right, these injuries starting to mount up for them now. Yeah, in a, in a really big way. And who knows, maybe they can get out of this. Uh, but in two teams that have some motivation, UCLA, of course, uh, wants to solidify their spot as maybe a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Arizona maybe uh, grabbing a two seed as well. So there is something on the line outside of a, a Pac-12 championship. All right, so 
We do have some drama, too, by the way. Ohio State did close as about an eight-point eight underdog, so we're seeing if maybe they can outscore Purdue by five here in the last 90 seconds or so to get inside that number. does not look realistic, and also you have Buckeye players crying on the bench, which is uh, not very – not fun. You know what I mean? Kids fighting really hard. We do, yeah. Uh, you going to laugh? No, 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 I'm not going to laugh. Are you going to go, you can't cry? I'm not going to laugh. It means a lot to every single one of these kids at this point in the year. I understand that. But, you know, I expect that a little bit more out of the mid-majors and not the Ohio States of the world who, uh, you know, guess what? Wait a year or two, you'll be right back. Yeah, but Ohio State had a tough year. I think that's part of it. They, they should have been a lot better, and I think this run kind of solidifies that, right? Like, they should have been a lot better yeah. than what they showed in conference play, and that was not the case so far. So, before we get to the rest of the show, let's talk a little bit about what you and I have both in pocket. I talked about the two college basketball plays that I've got. Uh, again, this total that we're going to be sweating out. We, because we're a family here. Uh, Penn State and Indiana over 139.5. Arizona pick later today. Let's go to the NBA, because you and I both share similar thoughts on a matchup in the Eastern Conference. Celtics-Hawks are going to go at it. This now is five across the board, mm-hmm. and you and I both on the Celtics. What did you think here? Yeah, this was one. Look, I, I was considering pulling the trigger last night. The Hawks coming on the second game of a back-to-back situation, coming back home from Washington, D.C. Not like it's the longest uh, bit of travel in the world, but still. Uh, second half of back-to-back, having to do some traveling. So, yeah. Highly I, contested affair, right? It's not like they got to walk over them. So. Yep. Uh, I wish I got three and a half, but it's four and a half, actually. Uh, the um, it, This was sitting four and a half, five, is what we saw last night. Mm-hmm. And JVT, I really kind of considered, I was like, you know what? I like the Celtics in this spot. Atlanta's been kind of playing over their skis. Celtics ha- had a couple bad losses, kind of rebounding now. I like the spot for Boston. Wasn't ready to pull the trigger pregame, but then we saw some injury report come, uh, come out today for Atlanta. No Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, as well as a couple other guys with the questionable tag heading into this yep. game, uh, which wasn't, wasn't very surprising to me. So as soon as I saw that, grabbed the last four and a half I saw remaining out there uh, today. Yeah, and I, so what I wrote about today in the uh, column, which, by the way, vsun.com slash JVT, you can check out everything in terms of the uh, daily columns. One of the notes that I hit in there was Boston has been in this little slump yeah. recently, right? But it coincides with their offense, and that's kind of been the deal. Go back to the – I don't know if you remember the middle of December where they where they go one and five in the six-game mm-hmm. stretch, and they were shooting under 30% from three. One of the big things for this Boston team is their shooting. Like, they are heavily reliant on their three-point shooting. Yep. And if it's going to go cold – then their offense is going to go cold. And so going into today, they're two and four straight up and against the spread in their last six games. Well, it coincides with a slump in which they're only shooting 34% from three. So the, the, the hesitancy I had, even though I ultimately played it, was are you going to get that shooting to come back? Because slumps tend to be kind of random. They can last a little bit longer than you think. They can get broken pretty quickly. But if that slump's going to get broken from a shooting standpoint today, they've still been defending at a pretty high level where you're, I, they should be able to cover this number here. So, essentially, I'm just banking on the shooting to kind of come back to form here for yeah, the Boston t- Celtics. Yeah, me too. This is, also, this is also one of those, hey, look who they've played, right? Yep. And, and you're talking about, okay, you blew out, you blew out the Blazers the other night. Good for you. Uh, but you lost to the Cavs in overtime. There's really no shame of that. Uh, you lost to the Knicks in overtime. Really no shame of that. The Nets, okay, at this point, losing by 10 at home, probably not the best loss in the world. Um, you know, the, the, and then they bought, lost to the Knicks two nights before that. So, I, you know, real quality competition that they're playing right now, too. you got to factor that in. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the other NBA bet that I have before we get to your, uh, what would you call them, college basketball bets that you should not make? Yeah, that other yeah. people probably should not make. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a college basketball expert. Uh, we have a big divisional matchup later tonight. 
in the NBA. Ooh, yeah, Sacramento on the road against the Phoenix Suns. Suns, of course, lose Kevin Durant. Uh, this number's now up to four. Laid three and a half here with Phoenix. Total, 240 and a half. This goes back to a note that I hit on at a numbers game. We talked about this in the most recent episode of the podcast as well. I don't think you should sleep on Phoenix because Kevin Durant's not out there. They've got a starting lineup that's plus 9.5 per 100 possessions. That would be Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Torrey Craig, Josh Okogie. It's a really good group that's played pretty well. They're used to playing together. Sacramento defensively still has a lot of issues. You saw it in the second half of their win over New York. Defensive rating a 118.5 when they played New York in that second half. Allowed them to come back from, what are they down, 16-17 in that game? Made it a one-point game at one point in the fourth quarter. Uh, this is, I think it's a pretty good spot here for Phoenix. I have also paired this up with a, a divisional bet on the Phoenix Suns at plus 150 to win that, okay. uh, to win the Pacific. There we go. So uh, putting those two together, it kind of correlates, right? I'm going to bet them there. Phoenix wins this game. They're going to be in a pretty good position because you're only going to be one game back. So it's a massive, massive matchup of the Pacific Division tonight. Looks, looks like you and I might be heads up on that division race down the stretch. That's as right. I have that Kings ticket. We'll see how it goes. Hope you, Hope you lose. Hope you lose. I mean, seriously, we always do this. Like, good luck. Like, that's why every time when we have guests on, I say good luck unless you're head to head with me because then right. I don't, totally. wish, then yeah, then I don't wish you good luck. Yes, that, that's how we feel as betters. Yep. Of course, yeah. We are final, by the way, Alabama 72, Missouri 61. So Alabama will move on to the finals of the SEC tournament. They await the winner of Vanderbilt, Texas A&M. We will get that result, of course, coming up in a few hours because that thing's about to tip off in about 20 minutes. So we'll keep you updated there. And also, with 2.19 left to go in the second, Norfolk State and Howard. Howard and Norfolk State all tied up, 57 apiece. So with that, we're going to keep an eye on everything. I can't wait, man, because some of these games, this 1230 contest in the Big Ten is going to be awesome. And as I mentioned, we have a big one coming up in the NBA in about 40 minutes. When we return, though, we had big news break in the National Football Oof. League yesterday. The first overall pick now has a new home. The Carolina Panthers shipped over a haul to the Chicago Bears to get the first overall selection in the NFL draft. And the market seems to believe that they know who the guy is going to be. We'll talk about that when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VSIN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today, get the betting guides, plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament for only 19 bucks at vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, we are final. Purdue gets the win, gets the cover, snuffs out Ohio State's hopes for an NCAA tournament bid. Of course, they would have to win this tournament to get in 80-66, to 66, your final score. So now we await tip-off between Indiana and Penn State. That'll come up in about 20 minutes from now. That's generally the spread out between a lot of these games yeah. in these conference tournaments. So, all right, as we wait for that to tip off, let's go to the National Football League. We do have a lot going on in the NFL. And, of course, that starts with the news that the Carolina Panthers yesterday decided to acquire the first overall pick, a massive haul sent over to the Chicago Bears. That includes DJ Moore, multiple firsts, to get the guy that they want. Now, the interesting part about this, Kelly, Mm -hmm. and the overall package, we can throw this up, the uh, ninth overall pick, the 61st overall pick, a first-round pick in 2024, second-round pick in 2025, and wide receiver DJ Moore. First off, from Chicago's perspective, uh, good for you. That is a great haul, and you add DJ Moore. That Bears offense this year, I don't know how good their defense is going to be. That Bears offense is, again, going to be freaking awesome. And just like last year, one of the things that I kept playing at the end of the year, Bears team totals over. And game overs, once more, this Bears defense or this Bears team is going to be an over team, I think, again. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see what else they do this offseason in the draft to address that. But as of right now, yeah, absolutely looking that way, right? And this is, uh, look, I think this is a, I've been joking about this for, for a month now where it, the Chiefs had the best, uh, they might have had the best season in the, in the NFL this year 
Uh, but the uh, Bears, you could maybe, maybe make the argument they had the second best season in the NFL this year because you kind of figured out that you had a quarterback you could trust going forward, right? Like you, you saw some glimpses of hope on offense, and then you got the Lovey Smith mail it in at the end of the year to slide into that number one spot. Uh, what do they do? They flip it for all of this and a young impactful wide receiver who should just be coming into his prime as well, mm -hmm. JVT. I don't think that should be lost in this. I think the funniest note of this is they almost needed the salary of DJ Moore coming along to break the bare minimum of what they were spending on players. Maybe the funniest note I've seen on a, on a trade like this in my entire life that they needed to get a player in there to reach that kind of bottom acceptance level of the salary cap. So they've got that going on. A lot of options of what they can do here now at the draft, holding that nine spot. Uh, you know, will they have their choice of multiple defensive players right there? Do they decide to trade back even, even further? I don't know. I love it for the Bears. I, I think it's the one thing I'll say, John, is it's one of those, whenever we see trades like this for teams like this, of course the Bears had made a great trade, right? You get all these great picks. All, you got a quarterback in place already. I, I don't know if I love it when people say, oh, the Panthers is a stupid trade by the Panthers, yada, 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 because we don't know yet, mm -hmm. right? Tell, you can tell me that in four years. With whatever quarterback they pick, if, if he doesn't work out, sure, maybe it's a stupid pick. But if he ends up being a guy who's there for 12 years and leads you to the playoffs and maybe wins a Super Bowl, then it's worth every penny that you spend with draft stock and everything else. Yeah, and uh, the Panthers, I believe, still have a second-round pick in this draft, too. So that is uh, pretty important for the grand scheme of things because if yeah. you look at it overall, that is a pretty big deal. So Carolina still picks 40th overall as well. So uh, when you're talking about trading up, to still be able to pick 40th overall as well, that second-round draft pick, I know we don't talk about them a lot, but that's a pretty big deal to be picking so early in that second round. So with this now, we talk about the shift in the draft odds, yeah. especially the number one overall pick. I find this fascinating. So I was searching and searching and searching. I could not find anything definitive that was telling us that C.J. Stroud was the guy yeah. for the Carolina Panthers. And yet here we are for the number one overall pick, Bryce Young, who by all accounts, again, every bit of information you read in terms of scouting as a passer, he is far and away the best prospect at quarterback in this draft. The only thing that you have a question about is his size. That is the only thing. Yes. If he was yes. six, if he was six one, he would be minus 10,000 to be the first overall selection. I don't think there's any question. Did I miss news that C.J. Stroud was the Panthers guy? So th this is what it's sounding like, and I saw Schefter reporting this a bit uh, earlier over at ESPN, uh, that the, there's strong belief that David Tepper, the owner, loves Bryce Young. Meanwhile, Frank Reich, who's now the new head coach there, loves C.J. Stroud. Oh, so nothing. So nothing. So nothing, I, so right. Nothing. So, so, okay, so like that's – here's – okay – so we're, we're moving the odds this much on essentially a report that said nothing. A yeah. report that said it could be either one of them. So let me, let me push this forward since we're going to uh, talk about moving odds on nonsense. What if I told you that Frank Reich had his last team three different times sacrifice assets to get a quarterback that he believed he could fix or was good, and two of those three times it was an absolute nightmare, and he has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to sacrificing assets to go get a quarterback. Are you going to tell me that you're going to let that guy <laughs> now go, yep, he's going to pick our quarterback? I'm just throwing well, that out there, well, right? Well, no, no, wait. I think, it's a, I think it's a fair case you're making, but didn't they already do that no matter what quarterback they end up choosing? 
No, but what I'm saying is, why would you? So essentially, what the market is saying. Why would you here, trust this guy? Well, yeah, yeah right. And, and so what the market is saying is, so if we're taking it at face value with that report, that Frank Reich wants C.J. Stroud, but the owner wants Bryce Young. Why are we assuming that Frank Reich's going to be the one that ends up winning out? Only, only because I think uh, there were some of us, right, that were surprised the guy even got a chance at a head coaching job. So you right. think I, – I, I guess that would be the answer. I'm not saying I'm defending it, JVT, but I think the answer is if you bring in a head coach, you're going to want to empower the head coach to pick his guy going forward. Let's go. Okay, fine. So let's use this example. Let me ask you this question. Who do you think has more cachet as a head coach, Kyle Shanahan or Frank Reich? Kyle Shanahan. Three years ago. Who did Kyle Shanahan reportedly want more than anybody else at the top of the draft? What, what are we talking about? Three years ago, Trey Lance? Yeah, it was Mac okay. Jones, right? Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones, the Trey Lance thing going on. But yep. he reportedly got overruled, didn't he? Yep. And they selected well, Trey Lance. The other reports that have come out about that since then, right, was that they made a similar move around this time, right, with the with the thought in mind that they were multiple quarterbacks that they liked, and it gave them time to figure out between now and the draft of who is really going to be their guy. Right. And some of the reports were they were all in on Mac Jones to, to start with and then ended up switching. Mm -hmm. So could we see the same thing here? Yeah, I think absolutely. So essentially what I'm getting at is give me every bit of Bryce Young a plus 275. Well, and, and what I'll get at is we sat here uh, exactly a week ago watching the Combine and what did we say? We said, okay, this Bryce Young number's not moving much. Anthony Richardson is going way up the odds board. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, C.J. Stroud's getting longer than we thought. I mean, we were sitting here while well, I made a bet on the show on C.J. Stroud, a plus 425, because he had gotten over 4-1. to one. This is the beauty of draft betting, though, guys. Right? This is, it's, if you can, if you can beat the books on the Google, or on the Twitter, you're, you got a, as just as good of a chance to compete with the sports books as anybody. Mm -hmm. So we were sitting here watching the combine. I thought there was value then on CJ Stroud at over four to one. Well, okay, this happens. This turns around yesterday, and we see this deal at the top of the draft. Okay, I scoop up a little plus 250 on Bryce Young. Meanwhile, I do still have a Billy Levi's ticket mm -hmm. at 40 to one in my pocket to go for, uh, first overall from basically the beginning of the college football season. Now, I don't think that's going to get there, JVT. But essentially, I've in a week's time, there's a, what, 97% chance I've locked in profit on that first overall pick mm -hmm. in a week's time. So that's – it's just – I'm going to continue to harp between now and here, between now and the NFL draft of how much value there is betting the NFL draft. I think that case in point, just what we saw over the past week. Yeah, I'm trying to was – that, was that a TV report? I'm trying to find the report from Schefter when he talked about both of these – the owner of Frank Reich dynamic. If yeah, you send that I, I saw it on TV. Okay, all right. I, I'm just I'm fascinated by the market going this hard to go to minus 350 when we have no like we have no solidified evidence that that's actually the case. You have, okay, what, you have yeah, it? yeah, I've got the quotes from okay. him on TV. Okay, just this is Adam Schefter quote. Just hung up on the phone with someone in the organization, and I said, "There's a belief that David Tepper loves Bryce Young. Frank Young, like, uh, Frank Reich loves likes." C.J. Stroud. Who loves Bryce Young, likes C.J. Exactly, okay, yeah, right. exactly. And they said, quote, we love all these quarterbacks, and we've got 48 days to make a decision on which one we'll be taking. But clearly, they felt uh, comfortable in giving up the compensation that they did to move up eight spots to procure the number one overall pick instead in front of other teams that would be interested in quarterbacks. Yeah, no shot. This should be C.J. Stroud minus 350. 
I don't disagree with you. I don't think there's 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 no way that it should be minus three fifty for CJ Stroud. Yep, and I don't it, disagree with you. I still I I do actually think he's got a better chance of going number one. I I just think those. Oh, are, I mean, it goes back to what we talked about, right? Like, which I wish that some of these draft matchups were hung early. What was one of the things we talked about when we were watching Anthony Richardson kill the combine? Yes. I hope that they hang Anthony Richardson versus CJ Stroud like tomorrow, mm-hmm. because that whole point with us too was there is no way that Anthony Richardson is the second quarterback being taken. And that is something that is clearly transpired. That's the other big thing. Real quick, because I know we're getting out of here. Do you fully believe, though, now that this trade has happened, it is down to Stroud and Young? Yes. I do, too. Vinny Mayula joins us next here at the South Point for Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. Slide Bet Saturday here at least in the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, Kelly Bidlin, and here at the desk with us, Vinny Maiulo, the man, the myth, the legend. What's up, man? How's what do you going? say, fellas? Hey, you guys are looking very dapper, I oh, must say. You. I'm a little underdressed, I think, here for the uh, for the desk. I mean, but... I'm wearing a sport coat and a T-shirt. I don't know if I'm that dapper. Right. He's even got he's even got the Edge T-shirt on. Yeah. Re- repping the old shows. Like wow. it. There you go. It's collector's item. Yeah. That's right. Should have warned the director about that ahead of time. That's fine. It doesn't matter. These things are easy to fix. Uh, All right, Vinny. So um, before we get to tomorrow, I mean, what the what have the last few days been like for you guys here in terms of action and popularity and whatnot? Because, you know, everybody assumes March Madness is just the NCAA tournament. No, March Madness starts this week. Absolutely, JVT. Good point. You know, there was a time when uh, the conference tournaments were kind of an afterthought and almost uh, to the general public, I should say. But, uh, you know, pros. Uh, professional betters, you know, have, have you know taken uh, you know taken uh, flight with the with the conference tournaments. But there, listen, March Madness has been underway here all week. I mean, it's not about uh, the big dance. Uh, we've got five of the of the tournaments that take place here in town, which certainly add to it. I mean, the, the Pac-12 tournament's been very well attended. Um, and so I think that's really a, a precursor for what we're going to see for the Sweet 16. Remember, we've got a regional here this year for the first time. But uh, the the, uh, uh, the betting has been strong right from the beginning, and I think we've seen it increase, particularly over you know for the past decade. Uh, you know the conference tournaments, and uh, this uh, this uh, year did not disappoint at all. So very strong, a lot of good uh, good betting action. So to conti- continue to increase, that's great to see over yeah. year over year. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what's the team everybody seems to be locking in over the past few days? Uh, you know there was a lot of support for Miami. Uh, of course, uh, you know losing uh, their leading rebounder right at the beginning of the game yeah. yesterday, uh, within the first minute against Duke. I mean they were uh, kind of a uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't even want to call them a Cinderella. I mean, they're just, they're a legit team. I mean, there's, um, you know, uh, people were excited about, uh, you know, TCU and, and uh, Kansas State going in and everything. But I tell you what, um, today, the last couple of days, we've seen support for uh, for Purdue, uh, you know, as a, a pretty good-sized chalk, believe it or not. And, uh, um, you know, we thought that, uh, you know, the way that game started, that maybe you know how State could keep that run going, but not not necessarily the case. Um, I think there's some a little sentimental support right now for UCLA, although Arizona's you know playing you know playing well, and uh, I mean that that may be one of the bigger injuries. Uh, Clark uh, for UCLA being out, it may, maybe if not the most impactful injury 
uh, uh, you know, uh, so far that w- that we've seen. Um, they also lost their big man, Zambona, uh, uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, too, yeah, so that's he, two guys. Uh, yeah, that's uh, so. I, I mean, we've you know, Chrissy Andrews and our director, we were just. Uh, you know, kind of going over, adjusting, you know, constantly adjusting power ratings, but not just as a, as a matter of results, but as a matter of, of the injuries. I mean, you know, UCLA probably downgraded by at least a couple, maybe three points. You know, uh, if if you know without without those guys. So, um, Alabama, uh, they got a little bit of support. I, I'll tell you, you know, you know who uh, Texas A and M. And yeah. I don't think they're a secret anymore, uh, and and so A and M is is getting uh, is getting a lot of love yeah. uh, this, these last few days. So my my guess is going to be Texas A and M and Duke, in Duke. T- for t- like, t- it, it, or just in general. I would assume the liability is starting to build up on Duke, considering how well that they have played. They're playing excellent. They're playing their best ball of the year, JBT. There's no question about it. I mean, this is the time of year you want to be playing your best ball. Um, you know, and I think you know that game there we're seeing. Uh, Support for them. They laid the two. They laid two and a half, and it's probably going to go through th- uh, through three. The way the way they're playing, sure. So when we're looking at this for tomorrow, Selection Sunday is tomorrow. Yeah, you talk about your power ratings and whatnot. I mm-hmm. assume it's pretty easy, right? You have your power ratings. It's neutral courts. You plug. And then you post. Well, some of the courts are neutral, right? I mean, when you, you the, the the other part that we're going to pay attention to, and for years this was a big conversation, right? Uh, you know, a, a team that's on the bubble this year, North Carolina, uh, they always had the first couple of games at home, right? <laughs> right? So uh, you you want to pay particular attention to where the games are going to take place too. Uh, even though the ticket allotment is supposed to be balanced, let's face it, uh, you know, some teams. Uh, in terms of maybe having played on the, those floors during the course of the season, uh, or you know, um, minimal travel things like that. You think Duke's going to land in like Greensboro or something? Probably. I mean, you, you you just don't know, right? You want, but you want to pay attention to to that sort of thing. But you know, it. it so the way we approach it here is, um, you know, we we make our numbers. Uh, you know, Chris Andrews will make his numbers. Uh, Rich Bachelary in the past has made numbers with us, but Rich is not going to be with us this year. Uh, a, a gentleman uh, that worked for Roxy Roxborough for a number of years, Tony Sinisi, uh, over at uh, uh, Las Vegas Sports Consultants, is going to be with us. Myself, Jimmy Vaccaro, and we'll independently make our numbers uh, as the pairings are coming out, and then we compare them. Chris says we'll go with this. Somebody's got to be the quarterback and say make the decision, which is fine. You have to throw egos away. You have to uh, ego, egos aside when it comes to it, and we'll be pretty close. Uh, what we don't want is for the four of us to come up with the exact same number for every game. That and then there's something. <laughs> wait, 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 something's, something's not right there. You want some d- discrepancy or just dis, you know disparity, and and you know it, it could be a point. Uh, in, you know then that, that's where you say, hey, did I miss something? Or if it's a couple of points off, or whatever the case may be, um, take into account the injuries. Uh, that, that we're talking about, uh, certainly location, as I mentioned as well. And then uh, within a few minutes of uh, the uh, uh, the pairings coming out, uh, numbers will be up and have at it right at the counter and uh, on the app. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, wh- where does this time of year, where does this, where does this handle for college basketball, NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. where does this compare to Super Bowl, yeah. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Where does it kind of all rank there? Yeah, so it's, it's a good question, Kelly. You know, we know that the Super Bowl is the single most wagered event, right? Uh, even though you've got the two weeks to, to to build up to it, and you've got all the props and everything like that. The fact of the matter is, the NCAA tournament for sustained action out outhandles the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl, uh, you know, uh, you know, right around let's say uh, 150 to uh, you know 180 uh, million dollars statewide. I'm talking about the state of Nevada. Uh, you know, of course, next year is going to be a, a different story, but it still won't 
catch up to the NCAA tournament for two and a half weeks, about $350 million, you know, statewide. So for the sustained action, you know, it, it, it certainly uh, bears it, – it, it, it exceeds the Super Bowl. And I think, of course, this year, as I mentioned, you know, the, Western, the regional here, it, anytime there's an event here, it, you can add 15 to 25 percent to the handle whenever whether it's a fight uh, a fight card whatever the case may be uh, you know uh, uh, and, and the regional I think is going to really uh, put us into a whole new uh, set of uh, a whole new level so when these brackets are released I've, I asked you this about two or three weeks ago when I talked to you I want to revisit it again mm-hmm the five twelve matchups are always popular, right? Yep. Bet, bet in the, the twelve. You know, twelve is going to upset. Well, you'll the five see some. And, well, you'll see some twelves. Probably, you know, they're they're basically pick them games, right? right? So, but, yeah. but every every selection Sunday, you're going to see it, and I was you're going to see the the social media and content creators go, hey, you know, twelve seeds or whatever and whatever ATS against five seeds, right? How much do you put your finger on the scale when it comes to those matchups? Let's say, just for an example, mm-hmm. you know, whatever two teams, let's say you guys come up with five, will you shade it like to four and a half instead because you know how popular it's going to be? You know, be? It, it, it depends, JVT. You know, I, I have to tell you because, and again, I, I, I say this often, especially when it comes to this time of year and the final four, the playoff in, in football. First of all, you know, polls. Forget polls and and seedings and everything like that. Just give me the matchup, and you know there there are times. That's why oftentimes we've got you know we're answering this question. Well, how could a team that's uh, you know in the poll you know much lower in the polls or not even in in the top twenty five you know be favored over over a, a team that's ranked? Forget about that. You know, just <laughs> so for us, it's like give us the rank, give us the matchups. We'll put the numbers up, and then let the betting, you know, public decide where it's going to be. Now, will we automatically adjust it just because of that that trend? Not not necessarily, frankly. I mean, it's it's a it's about the matchup and everything that goes with that matchup, not just the power rating. Everything I'm talking about in terms of location, in terms of travel, in terms of injuries and things like that. And, and I don't mean yeah. be, I don't mean that you're going to do it because of the trend. I mean that people are going to want to bet the trend. Oh, yeah. They, you know what I mean? Certain, it's going to be a popular certain, angle. Certain people may want to bet the trend. Right. Uh, professionals are going to be – listen, because the other part of it is that the pros – there, there are professional betters out there that are going to do the same exact exercise that we're going to do, right? And yes. and they're going to compare their numbers uh, to to what we post, and that's really going to be the determining factor. So now, will we sit there and say, we may say, look, whether it's a, a you know a five twelve, it it may be you know you know uh, two versus fifteen. Hey, listen, this is this team is going to get some support here because they're a live dog. So what we're always going to take into account whether it's a trend or what we've seen this week in terms of maybe who's who's getting some sentimental support and, and why. Just basically, though, when you guys are setting numbers for college basketball, just week to week, even during the regular yeah. season, how often are you guys as odds makers paying attention to what the national polls have guys ranked at? I don't, I don't pay attention. I, okay. I, I really don't pay attention yep. to polls. Again, uh, you know, again, those guys, they have their job. They do their thing, which is great. I respect that. But uh, when it comes to betting, polls don't determine prices. Keep that in mind when you're talking about trends like that out there. All right, Vinny. Good to talk to you, bud. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate well done, it as boys. always. Look forward to what you guys have in store for us tomorrow during Selection Sunday. we got a lot of, of course, great content during Selection Sunday here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. So make sure you're here. We're going to be here as Live Bet Saturday rolls on.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense do remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Live Bet Saturday here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Kelly Bidlin alongside in his usual spot here on these Saturdays. Um, we are underway. Indiana, Penn State just tipped off seconds ago, so we'll keep you abreast of that. Also because I bet this thing over 139.5. Terrible start. We're already 15 seconds in. No points. I'm cooked. <laughs> uh, what do you got in terms of an update for the players? Oh, man, you got to make that layup, kid. Come on. JVT's sweating already. Players' Championship, Scotty Scheffler, 12 under par uh, he is five under on his round through 10 here today. He has solo lead right now at the Players' Championship. Minwoo Lee, great story so far. He is five under on his round, 11 under par for the tournament through 10 as well. Um, and then after that, we got a few guys at nine under par. Tommy Fleetwood, David Lingmurth, and Chad Ramey. Tommy Fleetwood, a part of a few guys that have gone seven under in their third round today. JVT, much easier scoring conditions than what we saw yesterday. Weather. Uh, light, limited light at the end became an impact on these players. Uh, these scoring conditions today, what we're seeing, are far easier than what we saw in yesterday's uh, second round. So, Tommy Fleetwood, 7-under on his round. Sung Im 7-under on his round today. Uh, and I saw one other. Tom Hoagie, 7-under on his par. He began the day at 2-over par, just made the cut. 7-under par brings him to 5-under par now. He's sitting there with a T15. So if anybody had top 20 bets or something like that on Tom Hoagie, big, big round on moving day here at Players Championship. If we go and look at the live odds for this event, no surprise, Scotty Scheffler, your odds on favorite now, minus 175 uh, to win this thing. If you want to bet a top five on him, JVT, minus 1,400. Minus 1,400 with about, what do we got? Uh, about 27 holes of golf mm -hmm. left to play. Uh, Min, Woo Lu, Min Woo Lee plus 360 to win outright. Uh, and then what drops down? Christian Bazudenhout, uh, 18, uh, Bazudenhout, 18 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, 22 to 1. Jason Day, 25 to 1. He just bumped up to 30 to 1, so I'm going to guess he misses a putt upcoming. Um, then we've got Colin Morikawa, 35 to 1. Chad Ramey, 35 to 1. And so on and so forth from there. Cam Davis is one guy that I do have my eyes on. Anybody who's been following my golf betting this year. Very high on Cam Davis towards the end of last season and during the fall. And then he's been playing really, really poorly here the past couple months. Uh, but we're hanging a 45-1 to 1 on a guy who is four shots off the lead. That might draw my interest a little bit. I did add a Jason Day uh, bet today. This is one of those tournaments because of the high variance of all these water balls, JVT, how much it can swing the scores. This was a tournament I, I, I came in with with not as many outright bets, was looking to uh, add live Jason Day birdie to move to seven under. That's what I like to see. So I did add a couple bets live, including today Cameron Young 
and Jason Day outrights on them, 22 to one on Young, 27 to one on Jason Day. So like seeing him at seven under par, but we'll keep you uh, keep you updated on the Players Championship throughout the show today. This is a big, big third round where I think we're going to see this leaderboard start to separate as we head into tomorrow's final round. I like it. By the way, eight points for Indiana in the first, what do we talk about, three minutes now. So let's go. Oh, I, need there Penn you go. I need Penn State to get, the, get their stuff in gear here. Also, uh, I got confused because they showed Jerry Stackhouse, like, screaming at the SEC crew, um, <laughs> like what I think ESPN SEC crew. But it turns out he was just, like, getting really fired up. So Stackhouse needs to translate that energy to his players. They are down 12-3 right now, 14-44 left to go in the first. And uh, other scores that are underway right now, Houston has an 11-point lead over Cincinnati, 28-17-407 left to go. Throw that back up because I wanted to go to something else. Um, can we talk about Kelly's college basketball bets that you probably shouldn't bet? Yeah. Now, you have fancied yourself a college basketball betting analyst for a long time now. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, <sighs> totally right. These are what do we call them. We, do we use the um, – I think maybe this is copyrighted, but I'll use it anyway because uh, I used to love when they would do the bit back in the day on SVP and Rosillo, the stone-cold lead pipe lock of the century <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of the week. Of the week. Yeah. <laughs> of the week. <laughs> so walk us through what you got here. Uh, I can't help but notice some Florida Atlantic, uh, some Florida ties at the top. Hey, you know what, JVT? Is it a little bit biased? Absolutely, it's a little bit biased. I took one class at that school, so absolutely I'm on the FAU uh, nice. like uh, train here. Absolutely. So uh, – the one I, I had them circled as possibly look, uh, looking to jump in live, but we've got this we've got this movement yep. towards the UAB side of things here. Uh, the, I think they're about two point favorites right now, two and a half point favorites. Um, so I jumped on board. I saw a two plus two and a half. I jumped on board. I Ken Palm, you know, pretty big difference between these schools already. Uh, I thought it was it was more about a three point difference toward FAU. Right. So I, I think I'm catching a bit a bit of uh, a bit of value here on this team. Again, take it with a grain of salt. I ain't the biggest college basketball better on the planet. So uh, you know, if you want to dabble, dabble, go lightly. Memphis, I did first half and full game on Memphis. I know they have some injuries they're dealing with. Uh, Tulane, one and five uh, ATS, their last six games. Memphis, this is a bit of a revenge spot for Memphis. Lost to Tulane February 4th. Can I hit something really quickly? Yeah. I, I was scrambling to get this. I didn't want to just mm-hmm. interrupt for no reason. So to your point about Ken Palm, it's not just Ken Palm. It's Haslametrics as well. Both of them essentially have this as about a two-and-a-half-point edge in favor of FAU. FAU, correct. But, yeah, but so we've <laughs> moved the other way. That's, right. where, that's where I finally went in on a bet, JVT. Yeah. That's why I pulled the trigger on it. Um, so, yeah, like that, Memphis. The Memphis, same kind of thing. I, I thought the numbers didn't really line up. Uh, as much as they should. I know they are dealing with some injuries, though, so that might come back to bite me. Um, and then, you know what, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm just going to give him credit, Mal Shaw. I'm, I'm tailing him on Duke today. I know they've been on fire. I watched that game last night. They're looking good. I don't know about you, JVT, but this time of year, I also get uh, trapped in the projecting forward to the NBA draft and which of these players we're going to see in the NBA. And I can't help but fall in love with these teams that I know have a bunch of guys going to the pros that next year. So that often happens with me and Duke every year. But laying three against Virginia, you know, the, the biggest concern I have here about this bet, though, is is this not the quintessential coaching mismatch, right? Like first-year guy versus Tony Bennett, who's been doing this for a while, winning national championships. That is that is definitely a concern for me here today. But Duke, playing as hot as they are, I'm laying the three, trusting my man Amal, and rolling with that today in college hoops. Yeah, I like it. I mean, Duke, and they only got to play Virginia one time this year and pushed yep. them into overtime on the road. So, And I think there is something to be said for these formats, Kelly. It's – 
like recent form does really matter, right? Yes. Like, so we look at Ohio State, for example, who've been playing really good basketball, got on a run, got hot, got to the semifinals, kind of flamed out there near the end because it's hard to play that many games consecutively. But that kind of matters to a certain extent. And Duke is, look, they're playing their best basketball right now. What are we talking about now? Eight consecutive wins for the Blue Devils, mm-hmm. actually covering numbers now, too, which is a pretty big deal. They hadn't been – They it's – them and North Carolina kind of mirrored each other in for a while in that they were somewhat disappointing. The market really believed in them. Difference was Duke snapped out of it. North yep. Carolina never did. And uh, Duke is really looking like a team that could be pretty threatening, man, because defensively, too, they um, got to tell you, I like a lot of what they bring to the table. And some of these defensive performances they've been putting forward recently uh, against Miami, uh, you know what, defensive rating of 117.3 against a really good club like that, that's fine. But overall – this team has been playing really well on that end of the floor. So I can't wait to watch this thing. And from a uh, yeah. you totals perspective. It's a great game to watch. Yeah, and from a total perspective, too, we saw this thing open up 123. It hasn't really budged. I've actually kind of leaned to this thing going under. I uh, okay. have, not, have not played it yet, but I, I think when you're talking about Duke's ability to defend this Virginia offense, we know how good Virginia can be defensively, too. I'd be really interested to see what the pace of this game is going to look like early because Duke is not – a slow or fast team by any stretch. Mm-hmm. So this could be a, a very, very, uh, not a rock fight, but a slow possession, slow pace type of game with a lot of really good defense. The West Reynolds rock fight, I hear you. Uh, just a quick update on these games before we head to breaks. Uh, Houston up on Cincinnati, 33-20. to 20. Three minutes left to go Oof. in that first half. Uh, that game, if you wanted to get in live, uh, 15 and a half point live favorites Houston is, 135 and a half that live total. A&M all over Vanderbilt. That is 19 to 5 to start here. Uh, 11.30 left in the first half. A&M, 12 and a half point live favorites, 135 and a half your live total. Dayton, four point lead over Fordham, uh, 19 to 15. Uh, 11 minutes left in the first half. Dayton, eight and a half point live favorite, 136 and a half the live total. And Indiana with that 12 to six lead, five minutes into this game. Indiana, five and a half point live favorites, 141 and a half your live total. All right, we'll come back. Uh, second hour, of course, live at Saturday. We have a lot left to get to. Uh, Dallin Cuff's going to be with us. He's actually yeah. been on the call for these Ivy League games. Just did one this morning. Yep. yep, that's right. Just wrapped up about 30 minutes ago or so. So we'll get his thoughts on what we've seen in the Ivy League so far because we still got something left going on. So we'll get to see it. We'll see it through his eyes, and we'll talk a little bit more about college basketball in general as he does a lot of betting and uh, analysis for and I ESPN. Oh, Jimmy Vaccaro in the South Point Sportsbook. Busy on a Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.